All right, Gene, are you ready to be counted in? Let's go, fart whistles. Ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning ships, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Ah, I'm here. I'm queer, I'm non-binary. Last year I came out as Polly and bi, and my pronouns are it, they. Okay, I'm coming, I'm doing stand-up again, and I'm so fucking excited. Uh, Houston, let's go there, February 25th through 27th, that's Houston Tejas, and then Zanies in Nashville, Gashville, Tennessee, that's in Tennessee, right? <laughs> that's um, March 11th through 13th. And then I've just added Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa, The Funny Bone, April 9th through 11th. Get your tickets at Christina P. Online. I'm so excited, Nadav. It feels like the world is looking brighter and better. Oh, yeah? Well, I feel like the vaccine is getting out finally to Californians. I know that we're doing better, right? Getting it. People That's, are getting it. That sounds it. right. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, I think I think we're past peaks probably at, at this point, and then by the time this episode comes out, we'll be we'll be doing even better. The the virus will be completely gone by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> okay, I hope so. That's a lot. Uh, but I just also received a, a text. My friend pulled this from MedPage today. Uh, so far, after one year, reinfections are observed to be rare, and when they do, they they are mild. This is for people that have had COVID. So if you've had COVID, chances are you will not. Uh, your natural immunity may last as long or nearly as long as vaccinated immunity. So that's really exciting news. Anyways, I, you know, man, whatever. I'm just going to plow through. Here's the exciting news in my house. I've discovered, uh, well, I've discovered exercise videos. Now, as you know, this is a huge mom hack. I've talked about Ellis. This kid wakes up. I hear it's this is my alarm clock. It's usually Julian, the two and a half year old from his crib at 540 going, Mama, Mama. It's either that or I hear the sound of two little feet dunk, hit the floor and then pitter patter down the hallway. Mommy, I want to watch cartoons. And that one starts at like 6 a.m. So literally Ellis, feet on the floor. He has one of those higher beds with that, not a bunk bed, but like where the desk is under it and shit. Any loft bed comes down from that and runs. And then he sits and he just fidgets. He's so full of energy. Like this kid is just has so much energy. I found exercise videos on YouTube and every morning I'm like, well, if you want to watch cartoons, you have to do two exercise videos first. And what's really cool is that his dad oh, likes to watch them too. They're yeah. For the kids. They're for children. Oh. Exercise. Go, they're on YouTube. They're so, so different. There's so many. Most of them I found are too slow for Ellis because they're like, now bend this way. And he's already like, ah, ah, ah. like he's already on doing push-ups and like jumping jacks. He's a maniac. Um, but there's one that my husband really likes. So dads can really watch too. It's like a cute brunette girl and she's wearing a short, short mini skirt. Oh, it, there she is, Exercise in the Jungle. So this one, dads can watch too. So if you're a dad and maybe you, you know, aren't allowed to watch P-O-R-N, but you want to see some nice lady jump around 
There she is. Jungle Exercise for Kids is the name of it. Jungle Exercise. Yeah, this one's got almost half a million views. I wonder why. It's uh, all the kids that are into it. It's all the children. <laughs> Surely not the dads. I mean, this is the reason like Dancing with the Stars exist. It's for guys to be able to watch hot chicks mm. not wearing clothes in front of their wives and not feel bad. No, no, no. I see. I know exactly what this is. This is like you know how like when you watch Toy Story, <laughs> yeah. There's and like, there's like a bunch of jokes you don't get as a kid, and then you get yeah. older and you're like, oh, these jokes now I get it, and it's for the parents. Yeah. So you know, I think I think there's there's just a little Toy Story action going on with a little jungle exercise. Jungle exercise. They look at her jump up and down, and her tits jiggle, and her skirt goes up. I'm just seeing Buzz Lightyear reach for the stars with this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so great. So Tom sees Ellis exercising to this, and he sits down, and he's like, "This is great. What is this video? I really like her." I'm like, "It's Miss Linky." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." I'm going to make sure we do this every morning. So every morning for the last week, Miss Linky has been doing uh, jumping jacks in her loose-fitting bra and uh, skirt and tight, tight. Great. Look at those titties bounce. I mean, you think she put on a sports bra for the child, the children's exercise video, but no. You know, I'm starting to think maybe I should get in shape. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I need to start my mornings with Miss Linky because your tits jiggle like hers. Yeah. Well, I think they jiggle more than hers, and I, I'd like to get them to a point where they jiggle less. I think. Isn't that the worst feeling when you climb, when you jump up the stairs, like you you hustle up the stairs and you feel the tire of fat around your waist jiggle after you? You're like, oh, I'm fat. I don't think I've ever gotten up stairs fast enough to feel <laughs> that catch up to me. <laughs> I don't think I, I usually have a go get them attitude when yeah. it comes to going upstairs. Yeah. Do you have titties? I mean, you could argue it. What are your what cup size are you working with right now? You think? I mean, I don't even need a sports bra right now, but I'll tell you what: if I wear a real loose fitting shirt, you could definitely see it. Two tits, yeah. Yeah, dog. <laughs> it's okay. We we all have titties. I'm not ashamed of my body. This is a body positivity podcast, oh, Christina. Boy. How dare you? No, it isn't. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I am not about that positivity crap. I am all about public shaming, private shaming, shaming you to your goal weight, shaming you into a, a positive, a positive shaming is what hey, I'm into. Shaming's good. I mean, it's I, if it so wasn't good, I wouldn't have gotten my teeth whitened at all I know. if it wasn't for for public shame. Dude, look at Bert and Tommy. Remember when they had their weight loss contest? Yeah, best and shape of their lives. Best <laughs> shape of their lives. And my husband's down 20 pounds now just from, you know, being crippled and stuff. It's so, I mean, that's not from shaming, but maybe depression. I don't know. Um, you could argue that's a kind of shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Poor guy. The whole world laughing at his video of him getting hurt. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I mean, he was laughing at it too, right? Uh, yeah, totally. That's like right up his alley it's and stuff fine. that he'd like to watch. It's fine. Um, also, I'd like to point out um, that... Uh, it, it, I, I'm just curious if this is a boy mom phenomena or if this occurs when you have girls, but I've realized now it's only taken me five years of having a boy that I can never lay down in front of them or lay in a way where my vital organs are left vulnerable. I was, what? yeah, it is so, I just realized I'm like, why do I try this? Like, I'm so tired. Yesterday I was with the boys all day. And I lay down 
And immediately Juju starts jumping on top of me, horsey, 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 and or pulling my hair. Um, Juju, at one point I was laying on my back and I had my eyes closed and Ellis was watching something and Julian stepped on my stomach, stepped Oof. on my, and I, thankfully I have a six pack, so it was like not a big deal. <laughs> uh, but I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I was looking for a passy under the crib two nights ago and Tom is sitting in like Juju's rocking chair and I'm looking for a passy and Juju jumps on my back because I'm on all fours, jumps on my back, horsey, horsey. And then Ellis puts his face in my ear and just goes, bah, 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 like screams. I'm like, and Tom starts laugh, just laughing. He's like, this is fucking horrible. I'm like, I know. This is every day. This is every sounds day. Sounds like a perfect storm of just it's, shittiness. It's <laughs> awesome. But then they're so cute. Like there's the other parts of it where you're, where you're like, oh, you're so cute. You're so sweet. They hug you. They love you. And by the way, dad has chopped liver around the house these days, which makes me really happy because, uh, you know, naturally I'm the one that fucking made them and birthed them. They should like me more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear that that's going to switch to dad, but I hope not. Um, so I'm going to do this in two parts. The first part, I'm going to just read some emails that came in. I'm so excited to to do this. I'm, I'm, I've never been into murder shows or anything about murder, really. Uh, and I got into this podcast called The Apology Line, which is so fucking cool. It was started in the early 80s uh, by this artist, and it was a phone number in New York City you could call and leave a confession on. So you could apologize to anybody anonymously for something you've done, and of course it inevitably led to oh, I don't know, people confessing murders and like, you know, the police had to get involved and, and serial, like eventually a serial killer calls, which is bananas. I'm only Jeez. on like episode two. I know there's only two episodes. It's a brand new podcast. I'm riveted because I love to know uh, what people are secretly doing. I'm, I'm always checking to see if I'm normal, if they're normal, what's normal. I love knowing just um, people's deepest, darkest thoughts because really like isn't isn't that... Isn't that the stuff of, isn't that why people make art, you know, to communicate that intangible something between right. humans? Like, what's the point of living if we're not sharing? The self-expression and all that. I know, and I, I just love knowing the deepest, darkest shit. So I'm going to yeah, start. At lunch, you definitely try and get that all out of us. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to suggest? That I am. I'm the... just saying you're really good at extracting <laughs> the stuff that you like. <laughs> I'll tell you. Can I tell you, it is, it is a, I know, it's kind of my superpower, I will say. It really is. It's there's, my superpower. There's so many times I find myself <laughs> in situations where like, how did I get here? All right, Christina came up with some ideas and like on the fly. It sounded good at the yeah. time and she figured out a way how to word it where I was on board. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to brag, <laughs> but... <clears throat> I'll tell you where I hone these skills. I'll tell you where I hone these skills. I used to work on a reality television show called The Hitchhiker Chronicles. And it, yeah, look it up. Maybe it's somewhere. Oh, my beloved Chris Abrego, this wonderful producer, Chris Abrego. Uh, we did the show. Oh, there I am. There I am. No way. Is it on IMDb? It's on YouTube. Yeah, the the, there's IMDb to, to see the credits, and I don't think we'll be able to play Just this. Just play but... it, but quietly. Open it and mute it. I'm curious to see. So this is back in 2003. This is one of the... Yeah, this was in some... <clears throat> what beach was this in? South Padre Island. There it is. 
This is wild. So well, the premise feels of the like show. I know. You don't want to play it, right? Don't play the audio. It's okay. We'll remove it later. Okay. Well, turn the, the audio because it's distracting me. Okay. So this is a show that was basically like, remember that show, Taxi Cab Confessions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that show was riveting and I loved that show. That was the best. It was the best. And I always thought to myself, God, I would love to be one of the cab drivers. Well, my friend Chris Abrego made a show called The Hitchhiker Chronicles for FX, which acts, which coincidentally came after Burt Kreischer's show, Hurt Burt. Hello, premonition. This is before Burt and I were friends. So interesting though. So this is where we went, Panama City, Florida. And I would pick up hitchhikers spring breakers and i would give them rides to their various destinations now you might say christina isn't that dangerous to pick up hitchhikers yes <laughs> did i need 800 dollars a week yeah i did i was so they only paid you 800 no, dollars a week kidding. to jeopardize your life yeah it wasn't it look how cute i was guy so skinny 2003 i was a baby i was a baby in my had, 20s you had them in the front seat yeah so here's what you learn about hitchhikers when you pick them up which i did for this two cycles of this show okay turn it off i don't want to look at myself it's too, too distracting um you learn that actually hitchhikers get hurt more often than the it's true people picking them up whoever, whoever picks them up is the one that usually does violence to them right because most likely they are drifters right yeah people who are drunks drug drug addicted um yeah it was cool it was a really great show but here the point is the point is is that I learned how to interview people in such a manner that I could get them to share really intimate things on camera. They knew they were being filmed. That wasn't a hidden camera show. They knew because we had to disclose that. And uh, yeah, that's where Whoa. I honed that skill of getting people to tell me. And then I worked in casting for Buna Murray at one point. I casted a show called Love Cruise, <laughs> which was hilarious because uh, we tested, there were like 20 contestants I shouldn't even say this fact. Anyway, lots of people have STDs, more than you would know. <laughs> that's the, that's the I, I cast this show. It was amazing. It was so much fun. Love Cruise, The Maiden Voyage, yeah. Um, really fun, really good time. So it, it was actually working for reality shows that taught me how to talk to people. And also, the reason I was decent at it and I, and I enjoyed it is because I enjoy people I love knowing what makes them tick and and I love knowing what their innermost secrets are so uh so let's get into it I'm gonna do the email ones first this week and then next week you will get to hear voicemails which I think are so compelling to hear people's voice and stuff but I wanted to read this one and call my friend well you'll see why <laughs> Hey moms, longtime fan, love you and your show. I'm 31 and live in Minnesota and I have a four and a half year old and a two year old. My four and a half year old has always been a shitty sleeper. My two year old is a perfect sleeper, but the four and a half year old wakes him up with his bullshit bedtime tantrums. So my mom confession is that as of late, I've been giving my four and a half year old son a quote, special bedtime fruit snack treat, a dropping and dropping a melatonin gummy in there so my husband and I can have an edible and pass the fuck out. Probably not super original, but it's helping me stay sane, so fuck it. I also sneak blended veggies in everything. Ooh, it's in the baked goods, smoothie, and pasta sauces. Take that, you picky little shits. Love y'all, stay, stay safe. Mama Mel from, oh, I don't want to say your names. I'm not going to say your name because I don't want you to get in trouble. I'm going to call my friend Dr. Jessica Hawkman. 
and see if it's okay to give kids gummies with the melatonin yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure if giving melatonin to kids is safe but let's see if this is a mom hack that we can all <laughs> i'm not sure hello, hello dr jessica it's christina hi mommy how are you i'm good how are you i love you um i have a question you. to ask yes. you this is dr jessica she's my friend you're on the podcast you know that right Hi. <laughs> She's been on before. Dr. So yeah, Dr. Jess Cockman's been on our show before. You can watch her episode Deep in the Vaults. Um, okay. Yes. This woman, I'm reading an email, has a four and a half year old, and she's giving the four and a half year old a special bedtime fruit snack treat and dropping a melatonin gummy in there so the kid goes okay. to sleep. Is that safe? Is that advisable? You tell us. That is a great question. Okay, so melatonin is a natural hormone that we all make to help us go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is, I feel there's two things I'll say about it. One is, is it safe? It is It is actually safe. They've looked at studies on kids, even as young as in the NICU, and melatonin is safe. And a lot of doctors think that we are deprived of melatonin because there's so much screen time and so oh. much light that we're exposed to now. So our body just doesn't get a chance to make melatonin, if that makes sense. Yes, because you um, always you always have synthetic light on you. That's right. So we're supposed to really be making it more than we are, than, than the body gets a chance to. So there's a, a doctor that is, she's actually a friend of mine. Her name is Amy Gelfand. She's at UCSF, and she studies this, like, specifically in kids. And she's assured me how safe it is in children. Wow. Um, but but on the flip side, I am a fan of kids having, you know, not relying on anything to go to sleep at night. I think it's always better to have, you know, good bedtime routine, good sleep hygiene, we call it, where, you know, there's just a good, um, good natural bedtime routine where they don't rely on anything extra, any supplements to go to sleep at night. Mm -hmm, but I mm -hmm. do think, like, if a parent wants to use it every once in a while, um, absolutely it's safe. Okay. So as a yeah. rule, don't drug your kids. <laughs> That's right. As a rule, as a rule. So like myself, yeah, I have some in our house. Admittedly, I'll use it if we go uh, or pre pre pandy. I'll use it if we go on a trip where I'm worried they might have jet lag. I'll bring it just in case. Oh, um, okay. but I don't like to rely on it as a, as a, um, you know, as an every night as a, as a habit. That's good. Okay. Yeah, yes. So yes. But in small doses too. Right. So just don't drug them every night. Like it's good if you're traveling, like you said, for jet lag, but in general, a nighttime routine. Now, what age do we start this nighttime routine? Four children? Yeah. Oh, I love routines right away. Maybe three, four months of age. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I like, I think it's really healthy for kids, healthy for the parents. Yeah. Um, routine is, routine is good. Everybody likes to know what to anticipate, what to expect next. I love it. Hey, so tell me, yes. uh, sidebar, Yes. what have you been getting the most of now in your practice during this pandemic? Oh, with, uh, what, what am I seeing? Yeah. So mostly physicals, um, a lot of accidents. So a lot of kids that mm -hmm. are, you know, they're at home and they're um, hurt, <laughs> hurting themselves in some way. So like splitting their chins or spraining their ankles on the trampoline, things like that. Just accidents are definitely something to keep in mind look out for your look out for the kids um some colds some fevers we are seeing some covid mm. um but 
but not a lot of illness, which is really nice. Definitely less sickness. Oh, so, oh a yeah. lot of anxiety. Did I yeah, anxiety? anxiety in the children. Everybody's anxious. Of course. What a nightmare. So, you mentioned two so things. That's why, but that's why they should listen to YMMA. <laughs> I know, right? That's where I direct them. So you mentioned COVID. How are children doing with COVID? The kids are miraculously doing incredibly well. Thank Um, God. I've seen maybe 50 kids now that have had COVID and they've all been, um, you know, either asymptomatic or maybe sick for a day or two. I had a a young baby that was under two months that got a fever. That was probably the sickest kid I saw um, just because of the age of the baby. But I'm really, 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 really lucky um, to work with kids during this because, um, you know, everybody, it's nice to be able to give parents reassuring news that they're going to probably be fine within a day or two. Thank Um, God. Yeah. Some kids have diarrhea. Some kids are tired. Some kids with fever, but they're usually better within, I'd say, like a day to maybe three days. Praise Allah. Now, I have two very important questions for you. Number one. Yes. How important is it for children to eat floor Cheerios? I dropped (laughs) I dropped a coffee pod on the floor here before we started recording and put it back into the communal coffee pod. And Nadal looked at me like I was Hitler, that pesky rascal. (laughs) You tell me, Um, is it okay for kids to have a little floor dirt? Is it good for them even? Now, is it the 10 second rule? Is it the 60, oh, 60 second rule? This, this How many pod, seconds are we talking about? It, it was on the floor for a good 30 seconds. Um, I think it's recommended. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Lick the floor, build the immunity. <gasps> no, I, Did you I hear that, okay. Nadav? I yeah. think we might need a second opinion. No, we don't need a not, second opinion. There's, there's not much illness on the floor, it's really like hands. Hands. People's hands, people's noses. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll, second, get, you'll get stronger. You get stronger with floor studio. Yeah. Now, second yes. thing you said to me, you're hearing injuries from trampolines. Am I right to deduce that trampolines are probably the worst thing to buy your kid? <laughs> um, they're great exercise. Um, but I, I, I have a skewed opinion, I think, because I see all the sprained ankles and the broken, you know, the, the, um, the bad parts of trampolines. Yeah, of course. But, but we want to have tough kids, right? We don't. Yeah. Wanna, we don't want to. Little pussy babies with peanut yeah. allergy bullshit. Yeah. So I, I don't mind them. I just like them to have the um, uh, a protective uh, ring around the outside of it because you don't want to have them, some kids fall off the trampoline. Oh, so the ring yes. will the ring will reduce in injuries and such correct like horrible correct. ones yes okay yes, but i think they're okay i don't i don't mind trampolines. now what about slip and slides i grew up yes. you grew up on the slip and slide do you still see yes. injuries from that one i bought them for my kids this summer we got <laughs> two of them <laughs> so you do not give a rip dr jessica i like i like great summer entertainment not that expensive yeah um and just you know you just have to make sure that everything around the slip and slide is cleared no you don't want any rocks you don't want anything that they could slip off and hurt themselves. Any sprinkler heads. Okay. Got to keep an eye open. Yes, okay. but I, I do like slip and slides, of course. It's the, it's the wow. 80s. It's 80s. It's the best. It's yeah, the best. It's All the right. Best. Well, thank you so yeah. much for your time, Dr. Jessica. Uh, I adore My pleasure. You. Thank you so much for your time. I really okay. appreciate you. I adore you. You're the greatest pediatrician of all time, Dr. Jessica Hockman, Oak Park Love Pediatrics. You. Thank you. Thank you for your for your podcasting. You got it's it. Helped, helped millions. You got it. All right, all right. bro. Take care. Okay. Bye, sweetie. See, there you go. She's I, the best. She's the best, and she sees all these injuries, and she told me she goes, 
God, this this one really stuck with me. Now she she's like, you know, I'm always afraid. She she sees it all. She's like, I'm always afraid of accidents with kids. Accidents, because that's when all the stuff happens. Accidents, and not you know, like like you, car accidents. No, like in the house, you know, like like just everyday accidents. Yeah, like a kid opens up an umbrella in the house, and then you know. There's a metal part of the umbrella that goes into the kid's eye, and now the kid's fucking retina is torn off. Like little things like that. Jesus. Yeah, like when Ellis fell off and split his chin open in the house two weeks, three weeks ago, whatever. Stuff like that, like accidents in the house, falling off of furniture, yeah. clipping your head. That's the stuff she sees and like freaks me out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's so funny because I do have very vivid memories of hurting myself on slip and slides as a kid multiple times and hurt myself on a trampoline as an adult. <laughs> Trampolines are the worst. They're fun. They're the most fun you'll ever have. As a kid, yeah, when you're made of rubber. I know. <laughs> so dangerous. Yeah, I tore my ACL on that shit. You tore your ACL on a trampoline? Is that yeah. possible? I promise you it is. I have a dead guy's ACL in my knee now. From a trampoline? Don't look at me like that. Who's laughing? Is that Chris? It's everyone in the room is yeah. laughing except for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're just one. I mean, you're, that is so. <sighs> yeah, I was trying to do a spinzy move and I, okay. I couldn't land it. You're such a. You're, I'm you're, what? You're a recessive gene. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you're like an albino, red haired, recessive gene. You're so recessive. That was a real good save. <laughs> an ACL. What was I going to say? Retarded? I say that. Well, you win this one. <laughs> well, we the audience knows you're retarded. The other stuff. Terrible. Yeah, the, the recessive Everyone gene knows is that. a complete surprise. Yeah, come on, red-haired Jewish. Yeah, recessive. You've got all the genes. But yeah, I remember like almost like. I remember like bleeding from my stomach and chest when I would slip and slide. Yeah. Because you'd never have enough slide. There's never there's enough slide. The slide. There's never enough slide there's for the never. amount of slip you're doing. Never enough slide. And it, you weren't doing it right unless you had a mouthful of dirt and grass by the end of it, you know, because oh, yeah. it would all collect and you're like, ah. grass stains all over your body. It was the best. And then if you accidentally went on a sprinkler, you know, you'd clip a oh. sprinkler and you're like, Ugh. like right in the heel, like if you'd step <laughs> on it, fucking bastard. the wind up stuff, like right when, right before you're, you're going to slip, you're like, all right, I'm going to take three steps back. Yeah. And I remember falling into yeah. a rose bush and like, my parents had to come pick me up. <laughs> Your parents had to come pick you up because you fell into a rosebud. Homie, I was like Pussy. impaled. I was impaled. I was like in the second grade. I was stuck like like my arms were stuck in a way where it's like I couldn't move without further fucking myself up. You know who you were? Now that I think about it, there was that like little red-haired freckled boy that was like the shitty kid in all the 90s movies. Do you know what I'm saying? Was he like in the remake of The Little Rascals? I think I get what you mean. <laughs> I think I'm understanding you what you're trying to say. Shitty, red-haired, yeah. freckled. Can you bring in a picture of yourself as a child? 
Were you cute? Ooh. You oh, may have been oh cute. yeah. I was the before third grade. Before I got fat, I was the cutest kid ever. Yeah. Is that when you got fat? Third grade. Uh, after third grade. What happened? Is that your parents I got divorced? Fat. Yeah. <laughs> no, my parents uh, divorced when I was much older. Oh. Um. Uh, maybe my dad was going on the road more. I don't know. Or maybe my mom was trying to find a way to bond with me. So overeating? Maybe. Was she? Is she fat too? She is. She's oh. a little. She's a little <laughs> overweight. <laughs> which is hilarious. Fat parents <laughs> are the best. Let me tell you something. My mom and my um my stepdad, they were both fat. They never drank, did drugs gambled no that's not true my stepfather was a psychotic criminal he would be like hey you want to go for ice cream <laughs> and i was like yeah and he's like oh. and then we go to thrifty back in the day you get pistachio ice cream from thrifty for 35 cents and he go hold on and then he'd pull over we go to um somebody's house he would get out of the car stab a tire on some guy's car get back in the car and then we go to thrifty's for ice cream <laughs> Yo, that was my stepdad. And surprisingly enough, he didn't drink, he didn't smoke, he didn't do drugs, he didn't philander. He and my mom were eaters. Like they just, I watched them get so fat together. And it was so fun because it was like the beginning of the marriage was so hot and heavy and you could tell they were madly in love. And then like the in love fizzled out and they were looking for something to do together as a couple. And it turned into um what was that place called round table pizza they loved round table pizza and they would go and they would order the extra large you know pepperoni and then they would just eat themselves or claim jumpers that restaurant they would go to because claim jumpers was known for their huge fucking portions and they would just eat is that little nadav that's me oh you're so cute though <laughs> i know right oh you're so cute what and you got was, on your face there uh, partner it's i just got into some nesquik powder and was eating it straight out of the tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're so cute yeah maybe you're, and you know what i do look a little younger than three maybe the fat thing happened a little before third you're, grade you're chunky third yeah they were feeding you chocolate out of the container. What do they expect? Well, I'm feeding myself. You could see I'm tucking back a finger that I used as my dipping stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm saying your parents are in charge of. No, yeah, you. someone was taking the picture for sure. <laughs> yeah, somebody should have taken the Nesquik away. Is what I'm saying. But I used to watch my fat parents. They would go to Gelson's and they would get. Do you know what the? Is it called the alligator? The pig? Oh. <laughs> There's Nadav peeing on a tree with your little tushy out. Yeah, look at See, this is when I'm Aww, super cute. Look at that tush. Yeah. You're so cute. And you know what? And I've maintained it. That perfect little tush? Mm -hmm. I got a perfect butt. You do say that. You're like, the girls love my bedonka dog. They do. I got st I got, I've been stopped in the street before to be complimented on it. I'm going to throw up. Why? I feel sick. Because I have such a good butt? Thinking of you as a sexual being is so difficult. Look, You're Christina, like I got a wet mouth. I got a banging <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's like hearing my son say something like that. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to not get offended by that reaction. You know I see you as my sweet little red-haired Jewish son. I'm very maternal with you and all yeah, the boys I here. And I, I do see you as a second mom. So yes. I, I totally get where you're coming from. Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to die. Okay. Okay.
All right. <laughs> but uh, hold on. There was one thing they used to love to get at Gelson's. It's called the, it's like the pecan alligator. Does that sound familiar? Geldog mm. at the Victor Benish Bakery or whatever. Google pecan. It's called the crocodile or the alligator. It's like a, I think it's an alligator. And no. Anyway, it's a <clears throat> a huge cake full of pecan and uh, brown sugar, and it's baked into a pastry. There it is, the Gelson's alligator pastry. <laughs> Let me tell you how calorically dense that fucker is. That's essentially eating like two pecan pies a night. And I would watch these fat fucks, my parents, tear through an entire Gelson's alligator Every night they would polish off a round table pizza and then go into the alligator. God and I was damn. Like, I'm like, you guys need to start banging because they're not banging each other. Instead, they were like eating all their feelings. Yeah, they're just know? banging these alligator pizzas. Banging these alligators. That's gnarly, bro. But yeah, okay. So let's go back to these confessions because I find these riveting. Um, my daughter is now six and in first grade. Her schooling this last year has not been great thanks to this pandemic and all the virtual learning. I should be working with her on her reading every night, but after working all day, I come home to cook for everyone, clean a little bit, and make lunches for the next day, and then it's her bedtime. By this time, all I want to do is have a drink with my and let my husband fill me up on the couch while I watch 90 Day Fiance. Am I a terrible mother? for not being super involved in her schooling right now. Thanks for listening, Megan. No, you know, Megan, I, from what I've understood of the Zoom schooling, um, it is a goddamn nightmare. And I I really, I'm of the, the, the school of thought that this year was just get by, just by any means necessary. Everyone just survived this year. Just stay sane. And if that means... You come home, you watch your 90 Day Fiance, you drink, you do whatever it is, just do it because we are not in regular times. And I know everybody's, you know, sad that their kids are behind this year, but like, fuck it. You you didn't fucking do drugs all of eighth grade and then get kicked out of ninth grade. That never happened to you where you had to catch up for an entire academic year. It happened to me and I'm fine. I went to college. <laughs> I... I I basically stopped going um, in ninth grade. I, eighth grade, I started to check out because I discovered pot and cigarettes and boys. And then by ninth grade, I was like, what? You want me to go to school? No, thanks. And I just stopped going. And eventually, I almost had straight Fs by the uh, end of my first semester in ninth grade. Damn. Yeah. Well, there's other stuff going on at home to make matters a little more complicated like my stepdad driving me to thrifties and stopping to shank a guy's tire shit like that hey you know you're a little book smart a little street smart hey you know? yeah so my point is i eventually got into a private school my parents like put me in a better school and i caught up and i figured it out and your kid everybody's kids will catch up they'll be fine and hey, if everybody's kids got screwed out of a year of school during the pandy, we can all expect that bar to be lowered just that much, right? We're all dummies at the same time. Je suis dummy. So don't worry about it. It'll be just fine. And I feel bad too that I don't read to my kids every night. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing every day. It's not possible. It really isn't. And especially listen to all you're doing. You work all day, you come home to cook for everybody, you clean up the goddamn mess from cooking for everybody, you make the lunches, 
and then it's her bedtime and that's it I, I get it dude it's exhausting who's got time to parent it's so you know I, I i say this to tommy all the time tom and i are older parents i'm 44 years old he's 41 and thank god thank god we're older we have a little more resources we can afford to have help because i don't even know how the fuck i would do it like right now I, you know you wake up you make the lunches you make the breakfast you clean up the thing it's like it's so fucking exhausting that there's no way to be a parent you know at least at my age i don't have the energy to do everything <laughs> i don't have the energy so give yourself a break get through this year and don't even hold yourself to the standards that we once had because those don't exist the world doesn't exist this year <sighs> this one's great <laughs> My seven-year-old daughter got her dad unibrow. I have been bribing her with candy to let me pluck the middle since she was three. <laughs> Either I have scarred her for life or she will thank me one day. We'll see what happens, Brittany. Uh, listen, I know these fucking uh, self-loving fatsos will tell you that you should leave her alone and that her unibrow is beautiful and that's the way God made you when you gotta love yourself. Bullshit. That shit looks terrible. And you're doing your daughter a huge favor because when she looks back on her preschool photos and on her elementary school photos, she'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much for cleaning up my unibrow so that I wasn't embarrassed all the time. Because let me tell you, I grew up with Persian girls in the Valley whose parents did not pluck their fucking unibrow and they were pissed later. And I'm friends with a female comic, Persian. She grew up and she was like, oh my God. She's always mortified at her eyebrows. So you did it. You did a good job. Um, and also don't, I also try to dress my kids cool. You know, when you, you become a parent and there's a few things I've realized now, like I pack Skeetle's lunch, my Ellis, my older boy for, uh, for fucking TK or whatever. And like, I get the good snacks. All right. I hook his shit up. Oh, He's shit. bro. Let me tell you something. Are okay. You I get him. Yo, we just started on yogurt pretzels. What the fuck? Oh my God. Yogurt pretzels, bro. Did oh, your parents even get you a fucking yogurt pretzel? Did you even see a I yogurt would, pretzel until would, you were 25? I would hope to trade for yogurt pretzels. That's what I'm saying. Your homie is, your your kid is making all of the baller trades uh, at lunch. That's what I'm saying. And it's not that hard as a parent to go like, yo, what would be the bomb snack? Like if I were a fucking TKer, what would be like the jam? Goldfish, bro. I got goldfish for what's his up, ass. What's up, Dunkaroos? Yes, what's up, Dunk? <laughs> I got fruit gummies. Ooh, no, you know what I did? I even upped his game, homie. I got him fucking fruit by the foot. Oh, Google that shit homie. if you don't know what that is. That's the shit right there. Fruit by the foot. It's basically fruit roll, but they just roll it up so it looks like a ball, you know? And then the kids... And I tell him, I go, hey, take one for you. Take one for your friend, homie. Make friends. Then I put stickers in his lunch just to show him his mom gives a fuck. There it is. Fruit by the foot. Oh, wow. Hold on. So you give him extra ones to like just give, give out? Give to a friend. Share one. You're like the best fucking mom. Bro. <coughs> but you know why? Because my lunches were despicable. My mom would give me fucking, no, my dad's lunches. Here's what my dad, butter on bread. And then a piece, some salami, butter and salami sandwiches. Oh, How like disgusting is that? Eastern Bloc. So Eastern Bloc, dude. <laughs> and like an apple. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Meat, bread, butter. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Meanwhile, there was this Italian kid, Gianni, who went to my school and his mom would pack him Wonder Bread and Nutella sandwiches. And I was like, you could just have that for lunch? That was wild. That was wild. I won't, yeah, you probably can't even get away with that nowadays, giving your kid Nutella sandwiches. That's, that's like child abuse now. But anyways, and so I hook his ass up and I was packing my lunches and I'm like, how hard is this just to buy like a box of cool shit? It bums me out. My parents were such idiots. Like just buy and like buy them cool clothes. You can get cool shit at Old Navy, dude. You don't have to make your kid wear like. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah. Like my parents would only buy me like fucking, um, you know, pharmacy sneakers and shit. Like what? or go to Payless. Yeah, like there was a oh yeah, pay, uh, Payless. Payless, yeah. And... B- Bogo, right? Bogo, yeah. get your life, man. <laughs> Payless, come on. Yeah, you get Adidas with an extra stripe. And you're yeah. like, hey, man, if you just sag your pants a little bit, you can't see that fourth stripe. You're good, dog. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Or like, dude, go to Zappos, bro. Like you can. I mean, I know Zappos. Zappos is like the Payless <laughs> today, right? Right. No, yeah, it's you get cool looking shit that isn't really a brand. It's right? fine. I do Zappos for my kids. I'm not saying you have to buy them fucking Gucci's. I'm just saying like preserve their dignity. Damn. We weren't that broke, my I folks. Know. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like when you're Alice's age, I don't think kids are like really aware of like Oh, they're aware. They are? Let me tell you, not other kids. I've had grown ups like peep at my kids' gear. there was a there was a guy <laughs> he was like, Damn, he looked at my sons and he's like Y'all got three stripes? And I was like, yeah, dude. Because all my kids wear shell toes. I'm like, that's what's up. We're fucking Adidas family. Adults notice. Makes them feel good. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, even my dad. My dad did dress me cooler because he would take me to the swap meet for my uh, my annual uh, school clothing run, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you remember those karate shoes? This is so fucking 80s. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're like white canvas, and then the soles weren't even soles. They were just like hard plastic. Do you guys remember this? I think, no, I'm thinking of something else. Google karate. <laughs> so fucking karate kid comes out. And the LA, there it is. Those are karate shoes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, like uh, ninja There's, shoes. They're like Bruce yeah, Lee shoes. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. zero arch support. And the soles have, they're not even, they're like hard. They're hard plastic. It's the worst for your feet. And, and you can't wear socks with them because it doesn't look cool. So your feet would stink like shit after wearing your karate shoes around school once or twice. They had to outlaw them at my school because so many kids they were wearing them. outlawed? Well, you know what I mean? Like there's a rule against wearing karate shoes because like so many kids are wearing them and, and falling out of them because they're not supportive. And you would slide around and like just break your head. You'd be karate kicking everyone with Yeah, you karate You're kick. Like, These shoes give me karate powers. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so dope. Kung fu shoes is what they're called. Hilarious. <sighs> yeah. All right. I remember my lunches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did your Israeli kid. parents give you? <laughs> well, everything was homemade. There was no such thing as snack packs. What are you talking about, snack packs? Like you would just get, you would just get like an <laughs> apple. You of know, course. that's your snack pack. Uh, but my sandwiches were dope as fuck. My oh. mom would make real good chicken salad and tuna salad sandwiches. To the point <sighs> that spoiled, I'd find the kids at school that were fatter than me, and there weren't many. <laughs> But I'd find them and I would sell them my sandwich <gasps> to the point where I had my mom make me an extra sandwich every day because I think she thought I was sharing them with my friends and she didn't know I was just sell- selling selling them. 
I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Jay's got Jay, homie. I love that you Jay like that. That's what's up. I'm proud of you. I'm proud and of you. Then she, well, well, as soon as she found out, she said, she's like, holy shit, that's, I think she was proud too. She's like, do you want yeah. me to make free sandwiches? That's what I would say. I'd be like, what else you want to sell in the school year? You want some fucking candy? I, I would just give you candy because it's less work on my part. That's so resourceful. I would hope that my kids sell their lunch stuff one day. That means that they get how life works. Like, that's pretty rad. Oh, yeah, homie. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay, let's read another one. I like this one. I was a preschool teacher for two years, which felt like being a stepmom to 15 tiny, lovable heathens. One kid in particular would not stop running inside, regardless of redirection and constantly going over the rules. There are a lot of hard surfaces and sharp edges in a preschool room for some reason. Other kids started following suit and I was fed the fuck up. So finally, I stuck my foot out and let him eat shit. He learned his lesson. <laughs> Oh, fuck. This is a teacher, y'all. <laughs> oh. That's cold as ice, but, you know, I get it. You're so frustrated. Man. That's true. They don't listen. I don't know. Now's a dark one. I like that one. This is the kind of stuff I love. Like, that, that kind where you're like, I'm on their side, I'm on their side. I don't know if I'm on their side anymore. Yeah, homie. So, I mean, sometimes you need to let them stick their fork in the outlet, you know? The metaphorical outlet, of course. I know. You got a kid's got a kid. <laughs> kids got a kid around. Okay. <clears throat> my four-year-old son clogged the toilet so bad, I had to stick my gloved hand in the toilet to unclog it since the plunger wasn't doing the trick. When I went to take the glove off, my fingers slipped and the poop water-covered glove smacked against my wrist well, at the same time, I started screaming and the poop water splattered up into my mouth. Next time I'm calling a fucking plumber, Emily. That is so disgusting. That is so, I just had to throw away a sweatshirt because I was changing Julian's diaper and there was so much runny diarrhea, like diarrhea type shit. And I, I just was like, I just cleaned him up and then I was like in the kitchen later and there was fucking baby shit all down the sleeve and i was like <sighs> i was the sweatshirt was already stained i was like fuck i just threw it in the trash man it's so nasty so interesting that you bring up plumber i have a great plumber video this is from my own house uh this happened gosh yesterday so the uh a few days ago <laughs> a few days ago we saw Julian throw something down the toilet. We've been through this with Ellis. He he did it, and we had to replace the toilet. It cost six hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, the so whole toilet, the whole toilet, because I don't forget what happened. I'm sure the guy was just ripping me off, but yeah, sometimes it gets stuck so far down they have to take the toilet off. Whatever, I don't know. So this time we are fucking freaked out. I called the plumber. My kid is sitting on my lap and there's Bitsy watching as two plumbers come. This is my home. This is their bathroom and they are getting the object out. Go ahead and run this video. <laughs> so they bring in a long tube. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're trying, Bitsy's watching. They're trying to get the object out of there. Oh, did they, oh. Did they send a camera down there? No, not this time. They've done that before in the past to get shit out of our toilets. 
So they do this for a while, and he go, and I go, did you find the car? We thought it was a, a toy car. He goes, no, I, I found a bunch of uh, baby wipes plugging up the, 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 the pipe, a bunch of baby wipes. And I was like, oh, yeah? Oh, so this is your fault. <laughs> it is so my fault. I'm to blame entirely for this one. Because so Ellis takes night dumps at like eight o'clock at night. He takes a shit every night and his dumps are so gnarly. And I and I use the baby wipes because they're right there. And then, of course, there's poo poo all over it. I don't want to I don't want to like so I just flush. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. I'm like, they're, they say they're biodegradable. He's like, there's no such thing. They'll, they will clog your shit. So just know they will clog your toilet. There's really, there's no such thing. So I you just think. need to have a special trash can just for the baby wipes? Well, it's called a diaper pail. Like we have a diaper pail. Mm. But I'm just too lazy and it's night. And like, here's the deal, man. I put Ellis down at like 730, right? Okay. And then Juju is before that. So by 730, theoretically, the house is quiet. How far apart do you put them to sleep? Uh, half hour. Okay. And so I go to the room. It's Tom and my time. I'm watching The Crown on Netflix. And usually when I'm just like 20 minutes into my Crown episode is when I hear, tuk, 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 tuk. Mommy, I have to go poo-poo. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I just put you guys down. So then I have to go down the hall. And then I, he takes his shit. And he goes, Mommy, I want to talk. And then he wants to talk when he's taking a dump. And I'm like, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? And then I wipe him. And that's why I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so lazy. And I end up clogging our toilets because I put the uh, wipes down the drain. And that's not good. Wait, but it got bad as soon as you thought Julian threw something in? Oh, yo, you didn't know that? You don't have much time. So once a kid throws a toy or an object down the toilet, that is it, bro. You flush that thing because you, you find out when you flush. Like, oh. look, 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 it doesn't come back. You the, the clock starts ticking and it can mess up all the plumbing in your home to where now the other toilets become clogged. If the object goes far down and doesn't push, isn't passed through, it gets stuck. You could be in a world of drama oh with your plumbing. God. It can really screw things up in your house. You can flood sinks. You can flood your toilets. You can. It's just a nightmare. So, And it can happen with uh, tree roots too. Yep. Can climb and into your plumbing. Hey, speaking of nasty shit in your apartment, Chris, mm -hmm. what's up with your rat? Have you killed that asshole yet? Um, I haven't seen him in a minute, so he's probably just hanging out in the neighborhood, infecting the other houses. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure he'll be back when he feels like it. Well, it is winter. Do you think, don't, do they hibernate or? Yeah, he's, he tends to get more active every year. In you know, spring. it's usually. It's it's I find it's usually in the either the summer or the winter either he's trying to escape the heat or the cold. Mm. Yeah. It's the same rat. It's just I'm well I mean I assume it's the same rat. Uh, it could be an descendant. Yeah, it could be descendant. It could be just like the rats get together and they talk about our place and that's a <laughs> hot spot. Do you worry that your rat will find a mate and then make lots of other rats in your house? Um, if he finds a mate. Uh, he'll probably just spread out to the other houses in the neighborhood. Mm. Do you? How do you know it's a he? That. How dare you gender your rat? You're right. I am. I am gendering the rat. I should not be doing that. Have you seen? Time. Is it big or is it small? I mean, it's it's not a huge rat. It's but it's definitely not a mouse. Like it's it's bigger than a mouse. It's a rat. Sure. It's definitely oh. a rat. God, that thing is crawling all over you when you sleep. <laughs> 
Thank you for that. And it's pooping on your toothbrush and stuff. It's pissing. There's rat piss everywhere. But it's just making me stronger, as you would say, right? Making you stronger. <laughs> Better than vaccine. This is why you haven't had COVID yet. You are fortified. I'm not sure. <laughs> rat piss. This is what this is the what if they're like the cure for COVID is in rat feces. I don't think that's going to be the cure for COVID. <laughs> You've been ingesting and inhaling rat feces for all year. You're fine. Yeah, that's why I haven't gotten COVID yet, right? Yeah, you're immune. Nadav, are you eating rat piss too? <laughs> Every night, dude. I guess that's the cure. You gotta stay, you gotta stay strong. It's the uh, <gasps> yeah. a rat piss is like adult floor Cheerios. Yeah, you know? that's what makes you stronger. Of course, makes you strong. Good, good. <laughs> oh this is cute um i sneezed in my two-week-old son's face while breastfeeding tested positive for covid 24 hours later whoops hannah oh, oh that's horrible oh. well i'd say don't feel bad hannah that's out of your control it is out of your control we've all gotten our children sick all gotten our kids god one time you know i had a I haven't had a cold sore in a decade, and I got so stressed out by this year that I got the gnarliest cold sore, and I was like, okay, fuck, I don't want the kids, you know, I don't want your, you know, that's how you get it, as, as a little kid, some, somebody with a cold sore kisses you, or you, you know, share glasses, or whatever, everybody has some form of that virus, herpes, I believe it is, and I was like, fuck, I just don't want my kids to get it, and and just as I'm thinking that thought, I look over and Ellis is drinking from my cup. <laughs> I was like, no, no. If he gets a cold sore, it's my fault. Like I just, I know. So of course I call, Fuck. I know I call Dr. Jessica and I'm like, dude, I don't want him to get my fucking herpes help me. And she's like, well, there's one you can give him prophylactically. And if he she's like, do you really think he was exposed? I'm like, yes, he's just drinking out of my cup. So I gave him this, I think it was Valtrex. You could give them the dose and he was fine. He hasn't gotten it, knock on wood. But, oh. you know, you give your, you're going to end up with shit anyways. You know, what am I going to do? I've gotten my kids sick before and they will get you sick. And it's the best. So that's part one of our uh, confessions. And you don't have to be a mom to confess you know i know a lot of men listen to this show if you're a dad or you just uh yeah call 213-375-5184 leave me your voicemail i love to hear your uh voices when you ugh, when you confess that's the best part about this what are some confessions i've had um i think i feel guilty too when i don't feel like momming there are definitely times where i'm too tired or just over it and I don't want to do it. And then I will flog myself later for not wanting to be a parent at that moment. I get guilty when I don't enjoy every moment. I know I've heard moms be like, it just goes by so fast. Enjoy every moment. And I'm like, all right, first of all, first of all, if it goes by so fast, you're not spending enough time with your kids because it feels like an eternity when they're young. <sighs> okay. Let me do some follow-ups. We have voicemails. Let's do our yeah. follow-up voicemails first, and then we'll go into the others. Hey, Christina Pig. Got a proud dad here, and I've got a question for you and all the mommies. So the other week, you were talking about how you were taking a dookie, and you were holding Ellis, and Juju was hitting you in the face. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, there's no way that happens. Well, last night, it was 3 a.m., <laughs> and that little one you're hearing right now woke up, and I had to get her back to sleep. Well... 
I suddenly was struck with the feeling that I had to take a leak. Mm. My thought process was, do I go wake up the main mommy so I can go to the bathroom, or do I just take this girl with me? So I gently got her to go back to sleep, but in my arms, and then, yep, I took a leak while holding my sleeping <laughs> baby in the dark. Here's my question. Was that okay? Was that gross? Or should I just gone and waken up the main mommy? No. Big fan of you guys. You enjoy the rest of your day. Never wake up the main mommy. Never bother mom. If you can do it yourself, just do it. Moms hate when you ask them to do shit that you could just do on your own. Nothing makes me crazier when I'll be like, um, hey, El Tom, can you pack Ellis's lunch? Well, how do I do that? Oh, shit. Now the time spent educating the husband on how to do the task is like the time it would have taken me to do it myself. So then I'm like, fuck it. I'll just fucking do it because there's no way I can explain this to you in detail. The detail you require because he's like, I don't need detailed instructions. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, it's not gross. I, I, So my two and a half year old is so attached right now. So clingy. I can't shower alone. I certainly haven't taken a shit alone in a while. Uh, this morning, I was like, mommy's going to shower. And then he'll stand out there and go, are you done yet? 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 Because they just, they, it's mom. I don't think dads get as tortured as moms do at this age. It's just a mom thing. So no, you did the right thing. Take a leak. Oh, another hack, a trick I've learned over the years is if you hear that baby crying in the middle of the night and you have to get up to go to them, two things. Pee first before you go. Otherwise, you will be stuck with a screaming child and a full bladder. Second, always put your sweater on and your socks on before you go because you'll inevitably be in that rocking chair or whatever and you will be freezing your tits off and you'll be upset about that. And I've learned that. Let them cry a little extra longer just so you can piss and get your sweater on. Okay. Yeah, right? You got to put, oh. uh, put your own oxygen mask on before you help others, right? <sighs> yeah, it took me a while to learn that. Like a few nights freezing where I was like, with a full bladder, and you're like, oh, I should probably have put on a sweater and taken a piss before I came in here. Always keep a blanket next to your little ones. Like, so I have a rocking, I keep my, I like rocking chairs with my children, Barca loungers, loungers to be specific, lazy boys, I love lazy boys. Um, I keep a blanket next to the lazy boy, so when, if Julian cries in the middle of the night and needs to be rocked or something, I can cover both of us and we don't freeze. There you go, you're welcome. Oh, so follow-ups. Uh, one more voicemail. Let's do the voicemail follow-up. Hey, Mommy. I got a gay dad fail here for you. Um, you and Tim taught us all that big tits can fart, but uh, I always ask my well-endowed husband, can you make your big dick fart? And uh, <laughs> the other night when I was giving him mouth kisses, I found out that by blowing into it that you can actually make a big dick fart. Um, it did come with some cost. It kind of hurt him a little bit but not too much it made a noise which was kind of cool um i don't know if that has to do with the size or not hmm. but i thought it was kind of funny kind of a fail and something you'd like to know about possibly wow. talk to you soon mommy thanks dna Bye. <laughs> wow thank you that Jesus. was really interesting you can make a big dick fart oh my god that sounds bad. And let's ask Dr. Drew about that one. Let's flag that for Drew. Mm. I love hearing from the gay dads out there. I love it. Tell me more gay secrets. There you go. You can make a big dick fart. 
Is that a far, is that a queef? You learn something new every day. I don't. That's a dick is it queef. So, is it something else? Is it a different word if it comes out of a dick? Because if it comes out of a butt, it's a fart. If it comes out of a vag, it's yeah. a queef. Yeah. If it comes out of a dick, it's a deef. It's a a darf. It's a, a some a dart. <laughs> <laughs> I just darted all over you. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, that call made me feel weird. I'm gonna go to the next thing. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Jean. So I'm a dad that's a big fan of where my mom's at. Good. Thank you. A few episodes back, you mentioned telling your boys who's going to win dinner as a way of encouraging them to be good eaters and behave. Well, we also have boys around your boy's age. We have four-year-old twins and a three-year-old. Oh, my God. And now a newborn about two weeks old. Oh, my God. How are you alive? Anyway, before bringing the newborn home, his older brothers had a bad habit of coming into mommy and daddy's room at all hours of the night. No. So after hearing about winning dinner, I started hyping them up about winning bedtime <laughs> and staying in their beds all night long. And holy shit, has it worked? They are now sleeping in their beds until 8 a.m. or later. I can't be more grateful for hearing this hack and stealing it. Keep them high and tight. Great. P.S. They didn't believe I have lasers for eyes. <laughs> You got to get him young on the eye lasers. I told, I reiterated the lie to Ellis the other day when he asked about, uh, oh, he said, I'm afraid of octopuses and I don't want to get hurt by an octopus in the ocean. I said, well, don't worry about it. I got my eye lasers. It's fine. He's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can win bedtime. You can win <clears throat> dinner. Uh, who can be the quietest. There's all kinds of contests who can be the winner. And when you have siblings, it's really a great idea to, you know, pit them against each other in a competitive fashion. Absolutely. <clears throat> right. Who can win brushing teeth? I like that one. Who can turn the lights off fastest? All that. They love that. Who can put their pajamas on? It definitely works. Great hack. Yeah, right? Now, did you feel, did that create a negative energy between you and your sibling or... Um, I don't think we competed against each other, but I also, I, I think I was more of a troublemaker. Like from what my mom said, my other siblings were much easier <laughs> than me. And I always kept her on her toes and always surprised her with stuff. Hmm. Oh, that's so great. And yeah. now you can, cha you channel that energy into something positive, which is really good. Yeah. I could be creative and fuck shit up in a, in a different way. Yeah. That's not destructive. Right. Like you, you work with the degenerate circus now right exactly i've monetized yeah. it yeah yeah that's really like that's it that's it because i too have a, a bent for i like the the weird stuff we just found a way to do it uh, constructively yeah. thank god work smarter not harder baby yeah and also you won't ruin your personal life being a degenerate you'll just bring it in your work your creative work okay i wanted to share a tip a friend discovered there are companies that rent out moving totes oh they are large plastic bins that you can rent by the week they deliver however many bins you need and then pick the bins up with your stuff move and then they pick up the bins when you're done oh my gosh my friend said it's so much easier to move no boxes and tape oh that's a great idea rent plastic moving boxes oh i see Oh, that's a really good idea. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, and also better than boxes because it probably protects your stuff better too because it's a hard shell, yeah. it's a hard casing. Like yeah. have you ever gotten, like even ordered something off Amazon and it's just like, oh, there's a hole from one side of the box to the other side of the box. I hope what I got is okay. Well, even traveling as much as I have over the years, um, I only use hard shell luggage, luggages, 
Luggages, Chris Larson. Hard shell luggage, luggages, plural. Luggage. Luggage. Uh, yeah, because they'll destroy your stuff. They'll throw it on the carousel and they don't care. And your shit will come back. A ruin. Okay, let's do some Pajitsky effects. Those are fucking my favorite. Do we have voicemails? Let's do them. Let's do Pajitsky effects. We sure do. One second. Let's mommy. do it, mommy. Let's do it. Hi, Christina. This is Andy calling from Lake Tahoe, California. Um, I had a Pazinski effect. Um, so I'm 28 years old, and for the first time in my life, I decided to order deli meat from the deli counter. And then after that, I realized I can get macaroni salad. I can also get steaks that are pre-marinated from oh, the counter. Wow. Um, I don't know why. I always just felt like I was too poor to allow myself to... <laughs> Order food from the fancy counter at the grocery store. Thanks. Love your show. Bye. Yeah. Have you done? Have you figured that one out yet, Nadav? <sighs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's like you mean I could have tuna salad without putting three hours of cutting yeah. up tuna and celery and pickles and shit. I can yeah. just buy it. You can buy it. And did you know? But did you did you hear the other stuff she mentioned, like pre marinated meats, and then you can take it home and cook it, and it's seasoned already. Yeah. No, yeah, carne asada that you just pick up from the supermarket. It's like, ooh, this comes out so much better than anything I've ever it's touched. Wild. Yeah. yeah, it's so much easier. And you know what I learned? I mean, at Whole, whole Farts, did you know that at Whole Farts, they will, like, debone fish for you? What? Yeah. So you can buy a fish at Whole Farts. What? Uh-huh. And then they'll take it in the back and be like, oh, let me debone this for you. And then just all the bones are gone? And then all the bones are gone. And then you're like, why come there's no bones? How do, how do they get all the bones then? Is there no bone left behind? How do they? That's wild. I know. It's so much better than trying to do it yourself. Such an idiot. And I, then, huh? I just wonder how many things do we do that we don't realize so many. we could get other people to do. So it. many. I'm so dumb. And listen to this so I 44 years of my life and I just realized I've been cooking salmon wrong. Mm. I have been overcooking <laughs> salmon. I've been fucking up. How'd you find so out? So it's a dry, mm. just a dry pussy shell of a fish and it's it's so nasty. I'm like, why can't I cook salmon? And I, I Googled it. I was putting it in the oven for like 30 minutes. For like... I know, I'm such a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Um, no, I know, stop vlogging me. There's not, you know, it's, you know, you're you're just doing the best you can. <laughs> but how long do you think you're supposed to cook sal salmon for, Hardell? I think fish, for the most part, is does not need heat for too long. I think yeah. probably closer to the 15 to 20 range. Oh my God, even that's too long. So listen to this. Wow, so you've been really nuking it, huh? been <laughs> shredding it. Ruining it's leather fish. I make it, it is like chalk, it's so gross. And I'm uh, every time I make it, I apologize to the family. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I fucked this up so bad. I'm so sorry. So Ellis is really into the salmon skin, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, when the kid is into something remotely healthy, I just feed it to them over and over. So I finally Googled a recipe. Did you know you can just Google a recipe and then someone else can tell you how to do stuff right? Yeah, bro, it's like. <laughs> It's what? like three to five minutes per inch. When did you on wait, a pan? When did you figure out you could Google recipes? Dude, I'm an idiot. That's another one. Like, 
I'm such an idiot. I'm like... Is that why you asked everyone to send you your recipes at the beginning of quarantine? Is that I when you out, figured it out? Yes, that you can just look up other people's... Re- yes. Not everything is a hand-me-down yes. thing from your mama and yes. your papa? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I literally... Because if my mother didn't teach me to make it, it didn't exist. <laughs> like, so I would cook chicken paprikash. I know how to do that one. Right. I know how to make some schnitzel. Tiltos caposta, schnitzel. Mm-hmm. I can make like a handful. Like I said, like, oh, um, ranto, yeah, ranto tushu, schnitzel. I can do a handful of things. Shake and bake. I know yep. how to make that. Yep. Other than that, I was like, well, guess that's all I can cook. Guess I'm done cooking. That's how stupid I am until the quar happened. And I'm like, oh, I can. I can make other people's recipes. I know it's so stupid. And then I can learn how to make fish online. And now I make it properly. <laughs> wow. I am so proud of you, A, for doing that and B, for admitting it. Cause you know what? You gotta really be vulnerable to admit <laughs> how to, stupid I to am. To be that stupid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. You know what's funny is I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not good at practical stuff. <laughs> I'm just not. My brain does not. I don't know, man. I I lack the 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 genetics to do that stuff. I don't fucking care. I, so now I do. Now I do it the right way. <sighs> okay. Hi, mommy. It says, oh, oh, we have another. Just do a voicemail. Yeah, Let's we have that. we have one more voicemail. I like the voicemail. Hey, mommies. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about a recent Pajitsky effect that I just had. So I'm 32, and every time I eat food. I hate the fact that my hands smell like that food I just ate. Oh so my I God. eat fries, they smell like fries, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so I recently just started washing my hands after I ate, and life has been amazing since then. So uh, keep my mind tight. Don't forget to live life 365. <laughs> live life 365. Good. Yeah, you can, you can wash your hands. I hate how this smells. I'm gonna guess stay with it for the rest of the day. Yeah, but how how many times have you done? I've done that. Have you not done that? No, yeah, I've like definitely a million times. I've done that. Yeah, there's de- there's you know I've, I've done I think it. both of us have I've definitely realized that you can wash your hands after they smell bad. You know, <laughs> at an older than we should age. And I just because I was handling fish yesterday, and I was like. I could finally, my COVID senses was starting to come back. And I was like, oh, my hands smell like fish. And I was like, oh, my hands smell like fish. <laughs> I should wash these. And then I rewarded myself in my head for thinking that, actually. I was like, good job, Christina, washing the smell off your hands. Like, I remember <laughs> I... <laughs> Wait, and then you handled fish the day before? Mm-hmm. No, yesterday I did. I was making salmon for my kid the right way. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, and I would handle handle fish before... And, like, I wouldn't think to wash my hands. I would just be like, guess my hands smell like shit for, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Homie, fish is the thing that starts stinking, like, ASAP after handling it. <laughs> like, whenever I deal with fish, I take out the trash right when I'm done eating because it's going to stink everything up. I know, but we all had COVID, so we don't smell anything, really. I could only imagine what, what my house your house smells like, smells like, like right now. Like, shit. And I cook fish in there every night. I'm like care and the fan is broken over the stove <laughs> and we haven't bothered fixing it it's been a whole year of just no fan but we, oh because of covid we couldn't get a guy over forever to fix it do you so even we need forgot. the fan though they even need it 
Who cares? I, I mean, I had a Pajitsky. I guess that was a Pajitsky effect. I realized because I never used the fan because I grew up without a fan. Of course. Who had a fan a growing yeah. up? Yeah. And so uh, what I realized is like, oh, yeah, when you cook, you know, your place gets smoky. So you have to open a window. This is what we do. Open a window. Yeah. Right. And then uh, and then I finally moved into a place that has a fan. I was just like, oh, that's that's what these are for. There's a way to do it without ruining your house. Yeah. I know. I just I think because I grew up in an apartment complex <clears throat> and it, and and I just grew up smelling everyone's ethnic dinners. Um, you know, you smelled like your Armenian neighbor's dinner, your Persian neighbor's dinner, your Israeli dinner and then our Hungarian smells and I kind of like it. I feel like it's um I don't know, it smells homey to me. And then when I had an Indian stepdad, our house smelled like curry all the fucking time. I like that weird funky smell even in silver lake when we had this woman who cooked ethiopian food and it would waft through mm. the air vents i was like oh it's familiar that's like the smell of poverty it's what i remember <laughs> right it remind me of my shitty childhood back in the apartments i like yeah. it though i don't know i like it it's like gritty anyway i do like smelling what my neighbors are cooking i do if it's good Right. Well, I mean, for the most part, if you are smelling, like, have you ever smelled like your neighbor's cooking something? Like whenever it reaches mine, it's just like, God, all right. Someone knows what they're doing. Yeah. The barbecue smells my favorite in the summertime. Oh, dude, they're fucking I want to fire up the queue. And then we're too lazy to do it. Fuck yeah. And then you're, you're like, I mean, I live in an apartment complex. When you pass by someone's like window, like their windows open and they're cooking, you're like, oh, OK. Someone knows how to like cook some Asian smelling stuff. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Give me some. Don't you wish you could knock on their door and be like, can I just have some? You know, what's funny is that when my mom uh, came to visit and stayed with me, like she <laughs> did do that. What? <laughs> she made friends with all of my neighbors. And she's like, hey, you know, so-and-so, they got a, I'm like, who are you talking about? She's like, your next door neighbors. I'm like, you're talking to them? And wow. And they yeah. give her food? Uh, they're like talk and she's like, oh, it smells so good in there. And they like gave her like a little thing to like fucking eat or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah, she's a sweet lady. I wish people would give me their food. I could probably talk people into it. I'm not gonna though. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, this one's great. This one, I still do this and I, this is hilarious. Okay. At the ripe age of 24, I have just recently discovered that I don't have to wear old raggedy t-shirts from my preteen slash teenager days Paired with PJ bottoms I gotten for Christmas over the years that have rips and holes in them. I threw out I threw all that shit out and indulged in some silky cozy mature nighttime wear that I bought from Amazon. I turned 25 very soon and I feel ready to enter my quarter life crisis with some sweet jammies on. All right, piss on me, beat me, Miranda. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I don't know how those Amazon jams are. Oh, but uh, Old Navy even has really great jammy jammies, bottoms and tops. Gap's a little pricier, but it's nice too. But that Old Navy, good jams. Oh, you, yeah, what are you? Stuff. What are you wearing to bed? I let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, I don't know why I see you in tidy whities and just like you're just like I'm the tidy whitey to bed guy. Think less. Ew. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Doug. You sleep au naturel? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Dog, aren't you afraid of earthquakes? You know we have them, and you're going to have to run out in the street naked. I have thought of it, and when I had that thought, I started going to sleep like in boxers. 
And then I was just like, yo, homie, like, it's, you're still going to need to put pants on. You're still going to waste time. They're still going to see more than you want them to see. Might as well just be naked. Oh, my God. Because my parents slept nude. And when those big earthquakes were happening in 94 or whatever, 93, 94. 94. Uh, yeah, everybody ran out naked, and it was horrible. It was disgusting. Yeah, everyone else will be naked too, homie. Oh, my God. You're so dumb. At it's least gonna keep... be like an episode of Real Sex. Oh, okay. Well, at least keep shoes by your bed. That's the most important thing. Because when what? <laughs> Why? Well, so when there's a ma- major earthquake, everything breaks and there's glass on the floor. Oh. So you always want to keep those shoes by your bed so you can run for it, make a run for it. I don't think I'll ever do that. Okay. Well, enjoy your bloody feet during the next earthquake. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll trip, and then I'll cut my bare ass and on your something. dick off. My my plump butt. Oh. Uh. Who? Nobody likes your, your... You're wrong. You're nobody wrong. Nobody likes your... Butt. Everyone likes it. You've been getting a lot of fan mail lately. I have? Girls have been loving you. Well, you know, what's not to love, Christina? Oh, God. So the teeth whitening. Now you're really getting your swag on. Yeah, you know, I got, I got a... Clean a white, I got a white, wet mouth. <laughs> I got a big, Stop it! big, big, beautiful butt. I'm going to throw up. Right, stop. And uh, just... Okay, here we go. I have a Pajitsky effect for you. For so many years, I would wake up in the middle of the night freezing because my husband would steal all the blankets. At some point, my anger grew to rage and I would wake him up and take all the covers back. Then I realized I could have my own set of blankets. So now I have my own top sheet and comforter and never wake up freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's great. Yeah, and you can have as many pillows as you want. Did you know that? Did you know that? Yeah. We have an obscene amount of pillows now because of Tom's injury. Mm-hmm. Injuries. Oh, yeah. And plural. You got to elevate stuff. You got to and... elevate. And I love it. And I'm like, why did we, why were we stingy with our pillows? This is great. We have like 20 on the bed now. It's great. Hell yeah, homie. <sighs> Hi, Christina Pig. <laughs> Looks like the name. Were you here for this? I don't think so. So <laughs> we were talking about stage names and Mitch Fatel. Love you, Mitch Fatel. If you're listening. Oh, no way. Yeah, we did. You're here for that one? Well, because like that's when I was talking about. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Space Jam. Yeah. That was when I said Max Cage, and you were t- telling Max me how gay that Cage was. Is gay. <laughs> Max Cage. It's oh, yeah. so preteen girl. Well, Christina Pig, I think, is much worse. <laughs> hey, don't blame me. Tell Mitch Fatel that shit. And he said two G's on Pig, by the way. Right, so that they would think it's a like a last name, like a real like last name. Like a real name. last name. It's a good idea. Hey, shout out to Mitch for thinking of branding for me. He's he's right on brand. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, he, this guy writes, I am not a mom, but a 26-year-old gay guy. Ooh, shout out to the gays today. That is probably why I listen to your mom cast. Uh, my Pajitsky effect is I used to live in an old apartment building with my parents. The whole kitchen was dated, and the only way to cook anything on the stove was to, was to set it to maximum heat. I have been living in my new apartment for six months, and it was only three months ago that my boyfriend pointed out to me that I can use the new stove at half power, etc. <laughs> This is how, after two years of cooking for him, I stopped over-frying all of our dishes. Now I can prepare a steak that does not have the consistency of concrete. Thanks. Keep those jeans high and tight, Jan. Yeah. Yes, I think until recently I as well learned that I could alternate heat settings on the stove because I too would just be like, let's just do it as fast as possible. 
And then you realize like, oh, there are things that need to slow cook, like stews and steaks and bacon and things of that nature. Well, congratulations. That's that's uh, it's huge. Okay, here we go. For years, I used the same nasty pot holders. They were discolored, burnt, and falling apart from being used and washed so many times. Then one day, I was gifted a new set. I was ecstatic. I continued to use those for quite some time until they were just as gross. Then one day, while shopping at the 99 cent store, I saw pot holders and it dawned on me, I can buy new pot holders. I could buy in any pattern or theme that I like. <laughs> and they literally cost 99 cents. Now I, ha I have a few extra in the drawer. And if one gets burnt or dirty, I just throw it away and get out a new one. It feels good to be living my best life. Keep those jeans high and tight, Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. Um, Amazon too, my favorite. I love that. You get the pot holders. And if you really want to spoil yourself, if you want to spend a little more, because I learned over the years that I don't like regular pot holders because I still end up burning my hands. You can really treat yourself and get the mittens. Oh, snap. The gloves. Heat-resistant gloves. Oh, get your life, girl. Yes, you can. It's big. Okay. Yeah, I remember, it's big. I remember, like, with the pothole, like, the realizing <laughs> that you could buy potholders yeah or sponges as many as you want yeah like i remember <laughs> like when i moved out of my parents house and like into my first apartment in college mm -hmm. i would just like uh, like my parents would give me the shitty cups that they're okay with parting with you know? yes of course so i'd get Smart. an accumulation of all of these shitty different yes. cups and for like six years i'm like i actively hating these cups yeah and it's like, well, what do what do cups cost? Like fucking a thousand dollars? And then you look on Amazon, and you're like, oh, cool, twenty four pack costs like twenty four bucks. That's yeah. pretty cool. Well, and you know what I realized too is that I and I didn't put this really together is that I'm a collector of mugs. I love. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I love a good mug. I and love mugs. Yeah, and it started when I was twenty five, and I would go to New York. And I would get the I Heart New York mug. And I remember, oh, and every time I would use the I Heart New York mug, it would remind me of my trip and it would bring positive feelings to my life. Hell yeah. Yeah. And and God damn it. And now I'm I'm really into buying like I have Texas mugs now, like looking forward to living in Texas. Oh, so they're all location based. I like location. I've got mm -hmm. one for LA. I've got a, obviously LA. I've got um, I've got the queen, the <laughs> commemorating the royal yeah, jubilee. The, ro the royal mugs. The royal mugs. I've got a collection of those. You know, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding. I've got all of them now. I like them. I've bought all of mine from estate sales. That's grisly and dark. What? Those are dead people. You know that, right? It wasn't matter if they're alive or dead. They got cool mugs. Oh, my God. That is the grossest shit. What are you talking about? Bro, you're buying dead people's mugs. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but they're, they're super dead. cool. Like it says mom on it with a heart. That doesn't creep you out in the least to use like a dead person. Just don't fucking think. I got a dead person's like ACL in my knee. No, dead people freak me out a little bit less. Oh maybe my than God. The You're person. so much more of an immigrant than I am. Uh-huh. I have another one. I have another mug that says daughters are special people, which I got. <laughs> That's a good, I like that And I'd one. always drink it in front of my sisters. And be like, <laughs> uh, this mug thinks you're retarded. The mugs with the stupid sayings are my favorite. I got Tom one that says Brussels Griffon dad. And it's got like a Brussels on it. I, don't you talk to me about a Brussels mug. I've got a collection like you wouldn't believe. That, that dog breed. Oh, I just love Brussels mugs. But hold on. Back to the estate sale. Mm, yeah. Because when my mother passed and 
I inherited every item of hers. There were a few that I was like, I can't. I can't well, inherit. Yeah, yeah, now, hold on. Okay. Hold on. I can't inherit her cookware. That was off weird. Okay. I can't inherit utensils. That just seems so personal and disgusting. Sure. I kept one mug of hers, the Royal Jubilee one that I'd given her in the 90s, and I just repoed it. Essentially, it was mine to begin with. Um, But you don't think like, well, what was this person's life? like or the life the history of the mug no homie that person's life is done and mine is here and it's active and i'm drinking out of your cup oh my god you're like my dad like when my dad showed up when my mom died to her apartment he was like giving her shit out left and right like <laughs> oh, yeah. i don't need this i want that yeah yeah i could use the spatula i'm like oh my god <laughs> this isn't a swap me it's like well, a dead person no but in the states no but in estate sales where you get all the good shit it's like a garage sale on crack. It's like all the good shit. Oh my god, you're so because you're not. They're not just selling the stuff they don't want. They're literally selling everything. Everything yeah. must go, Christina. Even the even the cool mugs. Ugh, it's so dark. It's so yeah. Crazy. Sure, if you think about them being dead, I mean, everything you own was made by someone that's gonna die. Oh God, thanks, Nadal. No, you did this. You took us here, Christina. This isn't my fault. You did this to us. <laughs> you did this to me. All right, I gotta go. My husband's fucking texting me already about shit. Where's the lotion? Where's the cream I need? It's like, how do husbands live without asking their wives where shit is every fucking two minutes? It's so annoying. I can't wait for you to get married, Nadav. But then you're gonna have to think about how I hang out with my wife and how we do sexy stuff. No, and... stop it. I wanna know <laughs> your sexy stuff. How's your love life? Are you dating anybody? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's all right. And the, and the quartz a little rough. It's a little drier yeah. than normal, but you know, we're still, still getting, getting some work done. The pandeasy yeah. hasn't made things easy. Oh, rhyme. You fucking got that. Dang the pandeasy. Okay, so, yeah, so it's a little bit more measuring, you know. So hold on, when you, when's the last time you had like a girl, like a steady girlfriend? Ooh, a steady girlfriend. That's been a minute. Well, like how many minutes? college i think that's not a little after college like i want to say maybe it's not that far maybe like five or six years ago was the last time i was like seeing someone like very seriously and and does she and she would sleep naked next to you all night yeah and she would like suck my stuff okay i gotta go i asked for that i did i asked for it you're so gross all right I got to go before I have nightmares. Anyway, I love you, mommies. Next week, we're going to do uh, deeper mom confessions. If you have some, leave them, 213-375-5184. Leave me a, uh, an email, where my mom's at, at gmail.com. And uh, I love you. Thank you for joining. And until next week, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P.